0: today. We continue our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, John Lewis. He's Assistant Executive Director and Senior Mission Advocate for LCMS Mission Advancement. John, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. We are going to have some fun. This Is, is this your first time on the Coffee Hour? Yeah, this is
1: the first time. I've had members of my team on the show, but this is the first time I've been here.
0: Well, officially welcome, mm-hmm. and and so after this, then, you're not a newbie to the Coffee Hour, so just pretend like you've been on before, and you can re- relax and enjoy your time here on the Coffee Hour. Now, are you a coffee connoisseur? No. <laughs> I'm it's a okay. Diet Coke guy. <laughs> you don't have to oh, be a coffee man. connoisseur to be on the Coffee Hour. I, not always. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of us drink coffee every day, all yep, day. Some of all us day. drink it occasionally. Yeah. Some drink it never. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. We are continuing our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series, encouraging young people to consider church work Mm -hmm. vocations. Now, LCMS Mission Advancement has some involvement in that. We're going to talk about that connection. But before we even go much further, what is LCMS Mission Advancement and what do you get to do with that?
1: Well, the LCMS Mission Advancement Team, we go out and we meet all of our wonderful contributors and supporters and congregations, pray for and support with financial gifts the work of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We're in 90 countries around the globe. We support our missionaries and all of the programs and ministry areas nationally and internationally, and we are so blessed to work with God's people in the church so that they can have the opportunity to have joyful response, either through prayer or financial gifts to support the work.
0: Mm I'm curious now about your story. How did you get involved with this?
1: Well, you know, it's it, it, it's, a, it's a roundabout story. I'm a graduate of Concordia, <laughs> Ann Arbor. Oh, uh, I went to okay. be a Lutheran school teacher, but as my wife and I started to develop a family, I had gone to work for Schwan's Ice Cream, and then a good friend of mine, after probably 15 years working with, with Schwan's as a manager for them, a good friend of mine at trinity Freistadt in Wisconsin asked me if I would consider a position in the South Wisconsin District. And I went over there, and lo and behold, it was a major gift officer position. <laughs> and by God's grace, you know, I always had a, a a feeling that God was calling me to do something within the church. I thought it was going to be teaching, but the guide moved me around, and, and the Holy Spirit worked in me, and a good friend brought me into the advancement work. And quite frankly, it's the greatest job I've ever had. I get to meet with God's people every day. Mm-hmm. We get to hear stories of when they were baptized, their children, with confirmation stories, when they first started to talk how they pray. I've got friends all across the United States that I've visited with at one time or another. I've been doing this for 22 years, and it is such a joy to sit with God's people and hear their discipleship story. And that's really what we do in advancement. We, we go out and we ask those questions. Tell us your discipleship story. How does God work through you to proclaim the gospel,
0: not only here in the United States, in your backyard, but around the globe? So how is... What is the role of LCMS Mission Advancement, particularly your role, in the Set Apart to Serve initiative?
1: Well, you know, that's a, that's a unique thing. Uh, Dr. Bonick, he is the one who's really heading this up, and he's been awesome with this program because we really see the need to bring up that next generation of pastors, teachers, DCs, DCEs, folks who want to serve in the professional vocation, which is a sacred vocation in the church. And I was brought in to talk about how do we get people engaged and how do we do that? that because with any ministry in the church... We ask for prayerful support, but there's also financial support that comes along with that so that we can make this ministry stuff happen. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Bonnick has put together a wonderful program, and and then I work with him and and his staff to find creative ways to engage people so that they're informed and they can make good decisions to join us and walk in partnership uh, so that we can prepare that next generation of church workers. And then I work with my staff. We have, uh, I think, nine now that are out in the field, and then we have, I think, 15 internally that do different things that we connect with God's people in the LCMS through congregation visits, through personal visits, and then we tell that story, mm-hmm. and we show where that need is. You know, we have right around six thousand congregations across the United States. We've had probably, I think it was, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think there was somewhere between forty and sixty graduates from the from the seminaries this year that were placed in a call. But we have six thousand congregations, and there are a lot. There's a lot of need out there. We have teachers that need to have be in the classroom to teach our children. And that's the one thing that I can say in my lifetime that is highly important. And that's why I'm drawn to this ministry Set Apart to Serve and why I have my staff talk about this a lot. My wife's a Lutheran school teacher for 28 years and Christian education is highly important to us. And when we see schools that have workers that are not Lutheran teacher diploma trained at one of our Concordias because we just don't have those students, we've got to find ways to get those kids into our programs so that we have synodically trained Lutheran school teachers. It's not that the other ones aren't up to snuff, so to speak, but we do have to have them come back to get their LTD through programs, continued learning and stuff. But when we already have those kids trained through our Concordias, or we have pastors who are trained through our seminaries, it's just, it. it they know who we are, we're confessional Lutherans, and we, we proclaim the gospel. And it's, it, it just works so much better, so we, we really want to get out there and tell that story. Mm-hmm. And that's really what's the driving point behind this whole ministry set apart to serve, bringing up training and preparing the next generation of full-time church workers. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know about how to do that, you can certainly contact me, because we'll, we'll <laughs> love to come out and share that story with you.
0: Yeah, how often are you actually able to visit congregations and schools yourself?
1: Well, this past week I was just down in Florida. I was at Barrow Beach in a congregation down there. I try to get out personally at least one week out of every month visiting with God's people. I try to get to at least six to ten congregations a year. I have a lot of other responsibilities in the role that I'm in that I'm not able to get out more. Mm-hmm. But my staff, they're out two to three weeks every month. They're in a congregation at least one to two weekends every month wow. telling the story. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And we're passionate. Our mission advancement team, they're good folks, good confessional Lutheran guys and gals. And they get out there and they love to tell that story because they want other people to come around and walk in partnership with us. And that's really the driving force behind that. And you'll love visiting with them because they're going to ask you questions. <laughs> Tell us who you are. Why is God working through you? And how does that work? And, and tell us your discipleship story because that's really what we want to know. We want to know all of that good information so that as we share stories with you of different ministry areas like Set Apart to Serve, that through the Holy Spirit, you're moved or folks are moved or congregations are moved to walk in partnership with us. It's a great time to get to know us because we really want to get to know you.
0: In your visits with congregations, schools, individuals, not just yours, but your whole team as as you're out visiting, that gives you an opportunity to see the LCMS, see congregations and schools and individuals, yep. a, a part of the LCMS, and, and what the needs are mm-hmm. in the LCMS in the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Describe for us the need for church workers now and in the future.
1: Well, you know, it's a, it's, it's a crazy time that we live in this world, but we are so blessed because we have a wonderful church. God has blessed us richly with the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and it is such a time as as we read in Esther. We have to do something. When you're out there visiting congregations like we are, and you see shortages of teachers and shortages of pastors, where they're having guest preachers come in and, and teachers that come in on a contract for one year because we just don't have someone to be called to serve. The need is great. We want our young people to grow up and know Jesus. We want our young people to grow up and know who we are as confessional Lutherans so that they know that by grace through faith, they are saved. Mm -hmm. That is highly important, at least to me and my wife and our family, because it it moves us. Mm -hmm. And so as we tell that story, we want others to feel that way. We want others to know that same passion and joy that we have. And so when we're out visiting with congregations and I see that need, it almost breaks my heart. The worst thing that I see is when a congregation who has had a school for a long time no longer has a school. Or we see a congregation that was once vibrant, had three, four hundred members in it, and now they have ten. How do we fix that? And the reason that this Set Apart to Serve ministry is so passionate for myself and our staff and people that serve here, Dr. Bonick's uh, staff, is because we want those congregations and those schools to remain and stay vibrant. We want to help them with good young people, even second career folks that can come in that have that same passion and joy that we have knowing Christ so that we can help those congregations and those schools grow Reach out into the community and really become vibrant. And we have that ability. But like anything else, you know, we can always talk about it, but it takes action. And that action is pushed push through us, so to speak, through our relationship with Christ. How is the Holy Spirit working through each one of us to walk in partnership? through prayer, through financial support, or however that may look. But it's, but it's really a, a blessing for us in the church to know that we're not doing it alone. There's 6,000 member, or 6,000 congregations across the United States. That's the synod. That's all of us working together to make this happen. And so, yeah, we see that need in the church and we, we, we try to address it, And but what we really do is offer encouragement and support and resources so that we can partner with districts and local congregations to provide them what it is that they may need to bring in that next generation. How do we mentor young people? How do we mentor the second career folks that are really considering this sacred vocation to serve the church? And then we walk alongside of them to do that
0: we'll talk more about what those partnerships can look like in just a moment. Today, we're talking with John Lewis, Assistant Executive Director and Senior Mission Advocate for LCMS Mission Advancement, as we continue our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Gilseth. We are continuing our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series. Our guest today is John Lewis, Assistant Executive Director and Senior Mission Advocate for the Mission Advancement Team of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Mm-hmm. And John, you were sharing with us before, you and your team get to to visit with congregations and schools and individuals and see what the needs are today, particularly for church workers now and in the future, the need for church workers. Mm-hmm. And so now... let. You mentioned partnerships and and how we can partner together. How congregations, districts, individuals can can partner together to help ensure that there are church workers, to encourage church workers, young people, and others to consider church work vocations. So, what are the ways that congregations and schools can do that? I know there are multiple ways mm-hmm. that yeah. they can partner. Let's talk about, the, I, I know you have a list of ways, sure. so let's let's take a look sure. at the first one on the list there.
1: Yeah, sure. The, well, the first thing that they can do, we, we have this new program out there. It's our pilot program. It's our pilot project, and Dr. Bonnick has worked so diligently with 30 our districts, our thirty five districts that are walking side by side with us. Our Concordias, our seminaries, and our congregations in those districts that have identified themselves to say, hey, we want to do this. And then what we're doing is we're putting together pilot programs or projects within those districts, within a congregation, where we're going to go in and offer training for pastors professional teachers, church workers, to really give them encouragement and support on how to mentor, how to identify that next generation of young folk to come up into this thing that we call church work vocation. And through that, really it's the identification, because when you're meeting new people, I don't know how many times I've sat with someone in church where they go, you know, that kid sitting over there, he would be a really good pastor. But what do we do with that? And so we're offering these pilot programs to train people up to say, hey, look, let's go over there and put our arm around this young man and say, you know what? Have you ever thought about becoming a pastor? Because they've just got that personality about them. They can talk and relate to people. They just have a passion. And they've even said, you know, I might want to be a pastor. And at some point in time, they may have said that but nothing's happened. But now when we have teachers and pastors who are serving in our congregations that we have trained up in how to do this and how to reach out and mentor and walk alongside with, we hope that within a congregation, it could be me, it could be you. Hey, that that kid over there looks like they could be a good school teacher. I'm going to go over and talk to him. Have you ever thought about being a Lutheran school teacher? And then once we've identified those folks, what do we do with them? How are we going to mentor them? How are we going to walk with them? And some of that is even walking with their parents. Mm -hmm. Because we want to make sure that they're supported at home. Because, you know, if you're going to become a Lutheran school teacher, we want to make sure that mom and dad, you know, are like, yeah, this is cool. And then help them understand, here are pathways. Here are things that you can do. You can go to a Concord, you can go to the University of Missouri here. But if you do that, here's the way to get your LTD, your Lutheran teacher diploma. Here's the coursework that you really should be focusing on if you're going to go to the seminary. And, and, and we try to open those doors up. And that's really what probably this pilot program is going to do. It's going to create opportunities for kids to come in and, so to speak, get behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Here's what it looks like to become a pastor. Here's what it looks like to become a deaconess or a teacher. And then once they've seen that, keep encouraging them and talking with them and walking with them so that this stays forefront. You know, they've done surveys for the last number of years, and there's a lot of kids out there that are starting making decisions when they're in ninth grade now. Mm -hmm. And so we've really got to grab a hold of those young people when we've identified them and make sure we're walking with them ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade so that when they're getting ready to make the decision, hey, you know, I think I want to go to Seward or I want to go to Ann Arbor, or I want to go to Wisconsin at Mequon, or I want to go to Irvine, that we have opportunities and pathways for them to do that. Because we can, hey, you know what, here's how you do that, here's someone you can connect to. But that's, that's really what the pilot programs are looking to do.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a lot of really good relationship building and, and mentoring and really just getting to know the people that are in, in your congregation and getting to know the, the young people around you.
1: Yep, and, and, and that is, and that's going back to what I said earlier. We come out and we ask you to tell us your discipleship mm-hmm. story because really God has made all of us relational. I mean, we're, we're not a tree, and, and God's creation of a tree is beautiful, but he's also made us as human beings, and our human being nature is to be relational. Some of us are maybe a little bit more compact than that, <laughs> but that does not mean that they don't want to have that human connection, that connection that God has blessed us with to say, hey, sir, tell me who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's important to you? And, and then that's that, that human part that God has blessed us with. And if we can nurture that, and we can share that with the kids that we meet, and even the folks who are engineers that are, you know, I've always wanted to be a pastor, but I went to school to be an engineer, but now I'm in a place in my life where I think I wanna be a pastor. Well, we can have those same congregations with those, those same conversations with those folks well, here's an opportunity. Why don't you come back over here and we'll show you how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just all part of who we are as God's people. We just want to get to know you and help you find that path to help us proclaim that gospel across the globe.
0: So I hear there's a set apart to Serve curriculum.
1: Yes, there is. Let's talk about that. Okay, well that curriculum, we're in partnership. We find partnerships all over, and and that's what's cool about this because we have wonderful institutions throughout the church. We have our Concordias, our seminaries. We have the Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We have CPH, our Concordia um, publishing house here in St. Louis. But through the CPH and LCEF, they have partnered together and have come up with some funds so that we're able to develop curriculum that will be sent out to our pilot programs and our churches and things that want to partner with us. And they're going to have things about theological education in there, materials so that people can understand who we are and what we teach. They're going to have things in there that talk about different pathways and what the impact is to to really look at church work, sacred church work vocations. We're going to have uh, different things and resources, pamphlets, booklets, information that you may or may not have accessible to. To you at your local congregation but they're going to put all of this good material together and it's really going to be as my understanding is no cost to the congregation they're just going to be when you're when you come in as one of the partner pilot programs you'll receive these packets and i think there's even talk and i'd I could be wrong, but I always say stuff because, you know, it could happen. God always blesses That congregations and schools and districts will have access to this as the program grows and goes. So if you don't have that, all you'd have to do is reach out to us and, and we can see if we can make it happen for you. But that good information of a packet of information to really talk to you about who we are theologically and doctrinally as the confessional Lutherans, pathways and connection points, resources, That's all going to be provided through the partnership with the Set Apart to Serve, the Lutheran Church Extension Fund, and Concordia Publishing House. And we have wonderful partners, and those two agencies have really come together to help us out with that
0: in this series set apart to serve we have spoken quite a a bit about encouraging young people to consider church work but you just mentioned an idea that we haven't talked about a lot and that and just a little bit ago you talked about maybe someone who has chosen another career path gone on to be an engineer or, or or some other career path and now is considering a second career as a church worker How might that be an opportunity to partner? Or how do we encourage people to consider church work as a second career.
1: Well, you know, that, that, that's a wonderful thing. We've got we've got some wonderful second career folks working right here in the International Center. You know, uh, God has plans for each one of us. And and as you're growing up, and as I said earlier, you know, a young person in ninth grade might be thinking, hey, you know what? Like my dad, for example, he, he worked at Dow Chemical for 35 years, and he was a project manager for them. And, and his dream for myself and my brother were to follow in his footsteps, Most like most fathers and, and mothers who have children who are teachers, and my wife's a Lutheran school teacher my daughter is i mean it's it's just that path but there's some of us that take that path but there's always something that's calling us i mean i've had that experience in my life where i've done a lot of different things i ended up at schwann's for 15 years and but i always had something calling me saying you know what I, i i think i want to work for the church but i wasn't really sure at what point because i thought well if i went this way financially i'll be more set with my family until i get to a point um but that was always driving me. And others have that same feeling. And when we find those folks through conversations and getting back to that relational part, mm-hmm. having congregation conversations with those people who sit right next to you in the pews on Sundays or your friends in the neighborhood that may go to a church down the road that's not yours, but they're talking to you and they're saying, you work for the church, tell me about that. And then providing them with opportunities to say, hey, look, you know, if you're really considering this, let me walk with you, brother, let me walk with you, sister, and let me show you how to do this. And that's just having that conversation and then connecting them to the resources that we're providing through here. Because there are a lot of folks out there in our world today that are thinking, who's this Jesus and how do I get connected to him? But we also have a lot of people who are serving in our church that are thinking to themselves, I know Jesus, and I want to share that. How do I do that? Mm -hmm. And it's just having that conversation and providing them the resources that we're having developed through the Set Apart to Serve program to then walk along with these folks and say, here's an opportunity. We're going to pull the curtain back for you. We're going to let you come on in, and we're going to show you really what it means to be a pastor, Mm -hmm. what it looks like to be a Lutheran school teacher, and then provide avenues for them to walk down. Here's how you go to the seminary here's how you can get your ltd if you want to be a teacher in the lutheran schools and then walking with them but it really starts with that how's your what's your what's your discipleship story and really developing that relationship because a lot of times that gets flushed out in a conversation because they may be thinking about it they just don't know how to address it Mm -hmm. we have to be bold enough in our faith to ask those questions and to really help others who are thinking about it be bold in their faith to say you know what I want to have this conversation because we have a lot of talented young people, even second career people in our church body that probably would like to do this. But like anything else, you don't do it unless you're asked, you know, tell me your story Mm -hmm. and then help them.
0: So let's talk about funding before we run out of time in a couple of minutes. How is this initiative being funded? How can people get involved?
1: Well you know we have a lot of different ways. You can always go onto the LCMS.org website. You can go into the donate tab and then there's a, a tab on that drop-down box that says funding opportunities. You open that up and you'll see set apart to serve and there's different ways you can fund there. You could always reach out to myself, John Lewis, LCMS.org. You could reach out to our uh, mission advancement staff. We have folks that are all over the country that love to come out and sit with you, and find out what it is that you would like to do, and find out creative ways, and really talk to individuals and congregations on how they could support. We also have matching opportunities out there. We we are blessed to have a child of God who has put up a hundred and forty thousand dollar match for the pilot program, and that 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 funding really is going to help provide opportunities in these 25 sites throughout the 35 districts who we've already got congregations who are raising their hands saying hey I want to do this but now we're finding the funding to do it because there's a lot of there's some expense there to that but it's a dollar for dollar match up to $140,000 which would turn 140 into 280 which would fund the 25 pilot programs and we're we're about a quarter of the way through hopefully by the end of this year we'll have that matched by God's grace but if you'd like to know more about that please give me a call. You can dial my office phone number here. You can send me an email. I'd love to have a conversation with you about that.
0: Very good. Very good. LCMS.org. You can find more information at LCMS.org SAS for Set Apart to Serve. You can find more information there. John, thank you so much for spending some time with us today to talk about Set Apart to Serve and the work of LCMS Mission Advancement in helping that continue to grow. Well, thank you. It was great being here. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golsa.